to be Simply This Is She, and I want to thank you for joining in this moment. Tonight, we're connecting to self-love, looking in, checking out our inner landscape, and the focus for this segment will be anger, an emotion that can get explosive, literally and figuratively, in addition in the most modern cultures from east to west north to south there are not many socially acceptable ways to get anger out and oftentimes will escalate to a level of violence that can take someone's lives or harm someone to the point where uh, there's great remorse or continues to spiral out of control my intent for these segments is really to assist us all to take a pause even if you're just listening to the segments and you choose not to connect to any of the practices maybe there'll be little seeds that might inspire you to dig a little deeper if for you personally you notice that you tend to run a little hot meaning that you from time to time will explode or on a regular basis this is a great segment to listen to. If you're more even-tempered, yet you're around explosive people, this is a great segment to listen to also because that is just as equally a point of mastery how to handle other people's anger. And if we can be a little bit more kind to one another, we can gradually dissipate this emotion so it can be a little bit more equanimity on the planet versus always battling one another. So anger, as I mentioned, is an emotion that is not really dealt with from my personal perspective in a way that has a very healthy outcome. There are such things as anger management programs and different things like this. And that fire energy comes from our masculine charge, our solar plexus, the masculine energy in us. And you might notice people, uh, especially as they get older, if they haven't expressed emotions, sometimes their gut starts distending. And this is also signifies a liver imbalance, which carries a lot of heat. So if we don't take time to address what we haven't expressed, especially if you're one of those cool, cool cucumber people that you don't say a lot, but you're internalizing a lot, this can be of great detriment because you are keeping those emotions in. They'll stay with you not only in this lifetime but the next. In addition, if you're someone that's exploding all the time, you're causing harm to yourself and others. So either way, whether you hold it in or let it out in extreme manners, this isn't going to net a positive outcome. So to begin, one to kind of start to identify in your life how often do you have anger? Do you notice if you express it or do you wait till it gets too hot and then you're boiling over, so to speak, and then you explode on someone? Or do you tend to constantly release and can't really get that into, into a nice rhythm for yourself on a day-to-day basis? Or are you holding back and not expressing your voice? No matter where you are, in this whole spectrum of anger what we will start to explore is this emotion what it is and how we can start to move forward on a daily basis and find ways to move this energy so it doesn't become problematic over time 
I've noticed for myself when I get to that tipping point where I'm about to erupt and the times in my life where I have erupted and taken something out on someone that had nothing to do with the eruption, uh, it doesn't feel very good. It feels really horrible in my own heart and uh, even though you feel it coming, more than not, it has been the result of not expressing myself soon enough and to the right person, place, or thing. So we'll talk about some practices and skills on how to reduce the fire, cool off a little bit, and move forward. And in addition, we will look at if you are the target for a lot of anger, how you can manage that set and setting, how you can move away from it, and maintain your power and strength and not go into fight or flight. So what we're going to do is we started out with a little Elisaveta hero. This was from an EP that she released last year. And I want you to think in your mind's eye of your highest self and where you've come in and saved the day for yourself, where you've been eloquent and graceful. And if you can't connect to that, then externally see if you can connect to a mirror that you're really inspired by their grace, especially in a moment where they were under siege or under fire or so it felt. And when we come back, we'll dive into the intricacies of the emotion of anger.
was Elizaveta and Hero. During that segment, hopefully you were able to connect to a moment in your life that you were heroic or graceful with your emotions, or you were able to connect to someone else out there in the world that mirrors that uh, ability to handle being under siege gracefully. With anger, when we don't speak up, we'll address that first, what happens over time, we start to bottle that information and those emotions and save it for later. And then what happens is that situation that we're not addressing continues to build up, build up, build up. And then something else little can happen in our lives, unrelated and or related, that will tip us over the edge and potentially cause someone to explode. And in that moment when that wrath is unleashed or that frustration is unleashed, it doesn't feel very good to self and or others that are receiving it. And possibly you have been on one or both sides of the coin. So in order to first start thinking about, do I want to get angry, is a good question to ask yourself, especially if you tend to run a little bit more hot and you might have a lot of fire in you. If you are one of those people that tends to get a little too hot, temperature, emotions, all those things, in Ayurveda we would say that's a pitta imbalance, meaning that your heat is too high. Oftentimes when you're also might be known as a type A, a very driven person, you might be running too hot. You might become too short and really over articulate your points sometimes and not be mindful with that speech, your thoughts, and your actions. That anger, those frustrations, wherever it is on the spectrum, can cause harm, not only to yourself, but also to others around. And if we can start just gradually thinking about the harm that we're causing, not just in a moment, but from one lifetime to the next, that's why in many indigenous cultures all over the planet, they will think of seven generations, thinking seven generations ahead, because sometimes our actions can take that long to dig ourselves out of an energetic or karmic uh, loop that we've created and to really understand what has occurred. So why not start now? So you can take a survey in your life right now and just check in and you can write this down on a notepad if you have one. Where am I at with anger? How often do I get angry? And do I like getting angry? Some people actually will say yes to this and that is something for yourself if you are saying yes. It's a huge red flag and I really encourage you reach out to me or someone else and we can uh, talk about what you'd like to do about that if you're ready and then assist you with a couple different options or a team approach. We could leave it at that. So ask yourself, do you like that? Uh, Are you able to control your anger when it happens? Can you feel it rising up? And what do you do in those moments? This often takes self-correction and practice before you can master it. Just because you don't want to get angry anymore doesn't mean that you're going to be exempt. Also, what's happening in this moment when we rise up and we're about to explode, there is something instinctually that's happening. We are part of the animal kingdom here on planet Earth, so there is a mechanism built in much like a lion uh, that, or a big mama bear or papa bear. If something's coming to cause danger, there's a mechanism for anger to just assert self in that moment 
to let whatever's happening know that you're there, one, please stop and uh, see if that can stop the situation. That's like nature's built-in mechanism, much like a bee can sting, um, all these different things a spider can bite, all these different natural instincts happen to warn one another about that there might be something more explosive coming. So we have to kind of feel into that and say, when would it be appropriate to really assert my voice and how can I assert my voice without causing harm, yet letting the person, place, or thing knowing, stop, don't, that's not okay. There's all these ways, especially if you're in a situation where someone is perpetrating you, to have anger yet not to cause them harm. Some people might say that's not possible, not to counter uh, act with with some kind of physical means. However, I would disagree. It's possible to stand up in your power with that roar, so to speak, and stop a situation for a moment. And if you do it eloquently enough, there will be no conflict whatsoever, and a resolution can be attained in that moment. So ultimately, what's needed in these moments where the frustration is occurring is communication. And deep-seated wounds result in anger. So the anger can be the top of the pond. However, are we looking in the depths of the weeds to figure out where did the source of this anger come from? Because the people that are walking by your daily life and, and maybe pushing your buttons aren't the ones that were potentially there when the original onset of this aggravation or the suppression of emotions occurred. So if you are someone that is has a lot of anger and you're ready to look in deep in this is a beautiful opportunity one to learn how to communicate with grace how to take action with grace and to save your powerful resources for things that you would like to create in harmony versus opposition so what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a pause for a moment i just want you to just check in on your anger range how you feel historically you've dealt with expressing your frustration expressing your anger outwardly and how you've dealt with receiving someone's anger and just check in right there and we're going to listen to a little yeshe eye for an eye this is a song inspired by gandhi's place on this planet when he was here and that uh, an eye for an eye will lead the whole world blind so something to contemplate when you evaluate where you would like to maybe help massage that frustration anger any of those eruptions in your life and how you would like to find grace and freedom within that expression. Young to already have carried the cross 
no escape, feeling hopelessly at a loss. Ready to cross the line, had nowhere else to hide. She heard a voice that spoke from somewhere deep inside of her. An eye for an eye will make the whole world blind. The whole world blind. The whole world blind. An eye for an eye will make the whole. So 
when we look at anger and if you ask yourself are you ready to reduce the heat in the body mind and spirit and utilize that energy for something else well you'll notice if you had the reflection of where you're at and how you would like to approach it first we'll just look at self and how we can manage ourselves because that's all we can be in charge of we can't expect anyone to do anything they do not want to none of us like to be told what to do so we're going to start with self so no matter where you are on the anger spectrum of this how you articulate your frustration is you know if you don't speak up for yourself hopefully this will inspire you to speak up for yourself and that will have a little bit of effect and effect on how you handle people that are angry around you if you're the quieter one in addition if you're too loud too boisterous too fiery you're like Pele going off all the time hopefully this will inspire you to cool that down and find a little bit of eloquence and communication but wherever you are in that spectrum whether you're the volcano that might erupt but you hold back for a long long time that has a effect on your adrenals and it will long term start to have an impact on the physical body the mental body and wear you down and if you are overexerting yourself you're going to find your blood pressures rising your uh, heart might be impacted you might put yourself into many heart different type of heart disorders or disease and the simple way is to start to manage this emotion learning how to express yourself learning how to be the bear in the woods at the same time uh, learning to have some restraint and how to calm yourself down so no matter where you are in the spectrum and it, that's fine just really knowing where you're at this is also is very helpful as I said when you engage with others because you might reserve and then someone might show you opposition and then you might engage and that may not feel very good or you might look for a fight <laughs> so either way just check in where you're at and if you're ready to reduce the amount of heat that you're exhibiting from your body your mind and your spirit then fantastic listen a little bit more if your body's really hot meaning you get really hot at night this is several things that are happening especially if it's around 2 to 3 a.m. that liver is working really um, intensely to to go through its process and filtration process and at that time you could be having some hormonal imbalances many different things that could be identified through just a standard blood test well a little bit more complex of a blood test if you're interested just send me an email and I can direct you however this also is an indicator that emotions are not being expressed if you're waking up hot anxiety stress this means that something's not being voiced and that there are certain things in your diet and your daily life that are taxing the liver so this is in we're in the springtime in the northern hemisphere so beautiful time to remove some of the stagnation the excess heat in the liver and get that energy moving so your bloodstream is really happy and healthy in the mind if you notice it's racing a lot in the evening uh, especially at nighttime and you can't go to sleep and you're thinking a lot of things again unexpressed emotions you're trying to find a solution and you have nowhere to go with it if on a soul level a spirit level whatever you want to call it that deep inner aspect of yourself that is unexplainable through words but there's something that 
beyond here is still troubling you that you don't understand it can be an unresolved fear it can be uh, just a knowing a remembrance of something of a, of it could be trauma it could be just an instinct that you have about a situation a person place or thing if that's occurring there's something that wants to be transformed healed released let go when we don't attend to these things that are rising up whether it's appearing in the mind body and or soul spirit that we over time will start to build this frustration so the first thing is start to have a little bit of a compromise as Yeshe suggested in your internal self where can I compromise with myself you might really enjoy being that loud boisterous person that has a lot of fire and spunk but how can you shift that so it's received in a little bit more harmonious manner so it doesn't hurt others and as you cultivate your inner landscape you'll start to reveal to self about what is happening with our collective mind our collective heart our collective voice and do you want to be do you want to be a part of the problems that keep spiraling around because we're all contributing on some level or another so we're going to go into a couple different ways that you can yourself start to think about managing your anger if you have it and or expressing yourself so the first step if you're on the really fiery end of the spectrum is to think about relaxing the hardest thing for people to think about but to slow down especially if you're going all the time you're just tense and stressed a lot of people will go for tense workouts and they'll want to burn that energy off a little bit of that can go a long way but remember you're increasing heat so that's not going to calm you down it may make you feel better but it's actually as if you're over expressing the anger and you're not getting into the practice of how to cool yourself down so you're going to do the opposite of what you may think you need is non-strenuous slow yin exercises this can be yoga stretching swimming slowly walking slowly another aspect that you can do is breathing pranayama in yoga is a part of the system of yoga and with the breath can help release the energy in that solar plexus your stomach region where we can carry our anger our fire and what this is is just inhaling we can do it all together right now inhale lifting the energy through the gut and then exhaling out releasing through the mouth and nose and if you're feeling really fire fiery you can bring in what is known as a lion's breath or a Kali breath we can talk about Kali later and she's an archetype out of India but you can bring the breath in belly breathing breathing in and then exhale through the mouth again deep breath in belly breathing and then exhale through the mouth couple of these especially if you're really fiery and you know you're just going to go out and find a fight go excuse yourself take a walk and start breathing and really releasing that energy out just release it into the earth the earth can handle it and just breathe letting it go breathe and letting it go opening that stomach up and then releasing and emptying the gut 
this will start to calm you down. And if you go to this breath first, before you do anything, what's going to happen is you're going to fill the body with oxygen. You're going to fill the mind with oxygen so you can start thinking clearer. You'll slow down the blood pressure, the heart, the mind, and you'll be more clear so you can make uh, positive choices so you don't have to go back and apologize to a bunch of people if you have that awareness to do that or you won't have to play repair mode which can be a vicious cycle with the anger game and then also you can start by finding a word that can calm you or soothe you you can remind yourself just to calm down tell yourself calm down call yourself by name just talk quietly breathe deeply while you do this walk away from the set and setting if you're feeling really upset at work take five take ten you can always go to the bathroom there's no uh, rules against that you can go to the bathroom go downstairs go outside walk around the block and come back in and then during that time you can also say okay I'm gonna bring the breath in I'm gonna calm down I'm gonna walk and then start to bring your mind to something that is soothing versus replaying the tape of what's happening and stressing you out. So you might, if you like to surf or swim in the ocean, you might imagine yourself doing that. If you like to knit, imagine yourself knitting or go knit. If you like to run, imagine yourself running, whatever it might be, something that's healthy, positive, regenerating, and you might allow yourself to be in that place. And then the final thing that can help relax is just to start to go in that imaginative state. And when we talk about the opposite side of this, when someone's fiery at you, uh, what happens is that puts that person into fight or flight. And so they escape sometimes. And this is a typical pattern which happens in abusive situations is people check out. So they leave physically, potentially kind of leave their body, check out from the situation. They turn off the listening and they protect themselves. So when you're in that state, rather than doing that, we'll talk about that a little bit more in depth, you can actually just go into more of the imaginative state, allow yourself to break away from the situation so you're not, not being present with what's going on, and allow yourself to let your mind wander until you're ready to come back to it. Another way to manage other than relaxation techniques is to think about this oftentimes when we're upset that there's something to be solved something to be fixed and all the anger in the world is not going to find the solution so really calming yourself down relaxing and then start to bring in some reasoning for one thing and then also bring in some problem-solving skills and see if you can start to articulate what's frustrating. See if you can think, wow, who are my level-headed friends, family that could talk me through this to get their perspective? Sometimes when we can go out and talk to someone, whether it's someone close to us or someone like myself, that you're able to get a mirror of what's going on. Because when you're in the heat of that fire, you're not able to think clearly. You're not able to see clearly because you're activated. You're reacting to something deep-seated inside of you. It's not necessarily just the set and setting. So when you start to think about what's going on um, and that this isn't really going to help by getting angry that when you start to approach it with a logical perspective then you can get to the problem solving and see what needs to happen 
So what might happen is you get your cage rattled, so to speak, literally and figuratively, and then you're going to say, okay, I'm going to breathe, I'm going to relax, I'm going to walk away, I'm going to sit with this for a while and see what the solution, what is happening right now that I need to address that I haven't addressed. And then when you start to have some ideas, there's no rush, but do proactively start to say, wow, I need to work on this. This is something that really... Uh, gets my heat going and gets me into an explosive state or shuts me down and say what do I need to solve how do I need to assist myself so I don't have to be in this situation this is similar to if if you're a lifeguard you have to practice 911 procedures because there might be an emergency and if you're not prepared you're going to panic and not be ready to address it in a still manner So similarly in life, I always encourage people to really think about those moments you get angry, stressed, anxiety, and how you can prepare for worst case scenario. So you have it covered. Oh, if this happens, this is what I'm going to do. And then you file it away, but you can always revisit it. And if something gets aggravated or activated, then you can revisit it in that moment. Another way to really release anger and release the need to fight or combat is decide, hey, do I want to just yell at people or shut them down or do I want to communicate? Do I want to find a solution? If the answer is yes, then this just takes a little bit of self-correction and practice of communication and really tuning into how you communicate. Listen to the words you use to express yourself and on a scale of positive to negative what are they and the type of words you use even in the most innocent situations if you really listen to other people you will see how aggressive their language is this might be an internal aggression an external aggression and it's typically a cycle that's going on in the mind so start to notice and say wow I don't want to use that word I don't want to use the word steal I don't want to use the word pummel. Um, I don't want to use these words that are going to generate more heat, more energy that will put me in a combative state. And if you are interested in working on your communication, please feel free to reach out on me with me on this one. I'm really passionate about uh, inspiring people to listen a little bit better to the words they use and encourage them to open up their heart communicating freely and with confidence and power so that's power that happens in our solar plexus instead of using it towards heat anxiety stress and anger we can tap into our power we can decide where we want to communicate where we want to engage and where it will have the most beneficial outcome for self and others next thing that you can do to reduce the heat is to find the sitcom that is going on in your head use a little humor I have a satire that's going on in the world around me all the time and this can bring a smile a lot of giggles and allow you to not take yourself so seriously it can really help especially in stressful situations I'll have to admit uh, probably at this point for me I might 
be laughing in really inappropriate situations. However, it's sincere laughter. It's sometimes if we can see the world that we're creating with our mind and the seriousness that we're creating, that's what's leading us to these extreme places. And if everyone was willing and wanted to step back a little bit and take a little bit of responsibility for that with a little humor, uh, we'd probably be a little bit faster to get to a solution and a little bit more ease. As mentioned earlier, uh, the idea of changing your environment, if you're frustrated or you're feeling the energy of an environment intensify or the people around you are emitting this negative energy that is starting to give you anxiety or stress, move. Move out of the situation and allow yourself to take a walk or take a time out beautiful thing this is what we do with small children if they can't control their emotions say you know go and be with yourself for a moment and allow them to calm down this will assist you in finding some ease if you take that time out and you're willing to so that was a lot of different options but just to overarch it is one uh, to find relaxation techniques stress management techniques meditation breath work yoga, yin exercises, feel free to reach out to me on that. You can email me. I'll give it at the end of this segment. And then also reframe where you're at. Look at it from all different directions. Welcome in mirrors, people that can help you problem solve and connect to communication skills that can lead you to that grace. Bring in a little sense of humor and then change your environment flip it up a little bit until you cool off. And then if you do have an explosion, be very compassionate with yourself. Allow yourself to reapproach, take responsibility, and do better next time. Sometimes you can't correct the past with that exact person, but you can say, when that meets me again, I'm going to do better. And hold yourself to it. And even if you don't do perfect, know that you've made an improvement. So what we're going to do right now is take a little pause from she here and then what we're going to do is we're going to flip the coin and look at when we're receiving anger. How can we assert ourselves, feel strong, and cool the waters the best we can without creating fire-to-fire response. We're going to exit out at this moment with Anne Heaton jump. Are you ready to take responsibility for your inner flame and redirect it in a positive way?
is Anne Heaton and Jump and when we experience a large amount of anger from one location or many it will over time have two potential outcomes one you engage in the argument or the fight or the battle or you shut down and either way and it could be both a combination of both receiving a lot of anger from someone or something will affect the psyche will cause trauma and is abusive oftentimes people will not view verbal abuse as abuse and it is and it's really important that we all take responsibility for where we've overstepped our boundaries and when we lose it that we take responsibility for that and hopefully if that does occur it's the exception not the norm and to really hold yourself accountable for what's happening if you are one of those people that are more fiery and angry really I encourage you to work on it look in deep look in deep 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 and gain some peace and perspective as to what's causing that fire to be becoming abusive and eruptive for those that are on the receiving end of that to know that when any of us are erupting that there is a level of compassion that can help pacify the situation can help calm the situation when we hold stillness and kindness in those situations rather than getting offended in those situations it can pacify it it's not your responsibility to take on someone's anger it's not your responsibility to hold their hand and make them get better it's their choice if they want to it's their choice if they want to look at that and they may not be ready they may not be ready to look at what has caused that wound and it is a wound and this can be trauma from as I mentioned this lifetime or another lifetime and to be sensitive to that and to have deep compassion for people that are going into the state where they can't control themselves and our society sometimes supports this person especially if they're really funny and a little crude they might think that's amusing however there's something going on and especially when you become a good listener you start to see what's going on in someone's psyche by the words they choose and there are little doorways in to see wow there's a wound potentially there do I want to aggravate their wound or do I want to help by being kind and patient with them so if you are around angry people this is a great opportunity to pack practice patience and perseverance in addition it's an opportunity for you to put yourself first as mentioned uh, verbal abuse is just as uh, detrimental as physical abuse and stays a lot lot longer uh, the, the wound can heal and there's oftentimes mechanisms built into nature if you're physically wounded that can actually take that pain away however the mental anguish that can occur when someone is angry 
can replay these tapes that get built into our neurotransmitters or somewhere in our physical body that are very difficult to get out unless we're diligent about looking in, taking responsibility, welcoming that healing and welcoming letting go. So if you remember a time where maybe someone was mean to you or did something mean to you and you held it so tightly that you weren't ready to let it go or let them go from the situation and be accusing and all these different things, if you don't really know why that eruption occurred or anger occurred, do your best to let it go. Make peace in the mind. Make peace in your dream state. Make peace in your meditation state till you're neutral. And you just got to keep seeing it when it approaches and are you neutral is there no more emotional charge and when that anger dissipates you'll you'll know because you won't feel that button get pushed or you won't feel it as if you're in fight or flight so this is the other thing that happens when someone is angry at you you go into fight or flight and as I mentioned earlier you can retreat leave the body and totally shut down you can't hear anymore, you've totally checked out, you've completely disregarded anything that's happened and this is a safety mechanism. So if you're someone that's yelling at someone and you notice they've shut down, stop yourself and say, whoa, I've crossed the line and I need to retract and then reapproach. If you're on the receiving end, a couple ways to help yourself in that moment, you might do the escape route. Notice if you're doing this a lot because that's a sign that you're in a verbally abusive relationship and that you need to shift it. You need to welcome yourself to start healing and ask the person that you're involved with to give you space. You might need to remove yourself from the environment completely, end a relationship, or welcome both of you into a healing environment if that's possible. It's not always possible. Not both people will typically be ready to deal with the cycle at the same exact time. So that's where patience and you can't push someone or ask someone to do something that they're not ready for. If you're in that situation, you find yourself being on the receiving end of anger, first of all, stay quiet. Second of all, listen and see if you can feel into what uh, they need or what the root is. Then wait to communicate. I recommend, if you can, say, let's take a time out. Let's both revisit this tomorrow. Let's sleep on it. Uh, why don't you go cool off? Or why don't I just go and uh, take a walk around the block for a while until things have calmed down? If you're at work, just ask if you guys can reapproach, re-meet when tension or emotions or energies have settled and so that you can reapproach the situation with more wisdom in the next. So allow yourself just to breathe in and out of the situations, bringing the pranayama in. Stay quiet. Ask if you can communicate later. Getting into a verbal spin isn't going to solve the problem. And then uh, if the situation is hostile and consistently abusive verbally and or otherwise, move away from the situation. Put yourself into a safe place so that you can heal, you can gain perspective, and welcome in the help of others to do this. They can't necessarily stop it, but they can help get you into a safe situation. They can potentially help recommend some places that you can get regain your power, your stability, and your inner peace. So we're going to exit out with a little DNA Derek Ashong to be free. And as you listen to this exit 
uh, song. Imagine setting yourself free from the cycle of anger. We've all participated in it. We all are susceptible to engage in anger on a daily basis. I really recommend, if inspired, to take a moment to take a pause, breathe, and reapproach if you do lose your cool. Please notice if you're not expressing yourself, do it sooner rather than later. And that one step can really alter the outcome for you and others in every moment if you speak up before it's too late. Until next time, this is She signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.
stand astride the morning sun and sing your own melody. Whoa, shout it from the mountaintops. What would you give to be free? Whoa, free to stand astride the morning sun and sing your own melody. Whoa, and find your own way. 